0: Welcome to This Is A Token with Alex Monroe, the podcast that celebrates all things jewellery. I've spent most of my life designing and making jewellery, but what really interests me is what it means to other people. This is a podcast where we ask our guests about the jewellery they cherish most of all. We'll explore the moving, fascinating and often surprising stories connected to each piece and those emotional bonds that we just can't do without. My guest today is the actor Charlotte Spencer. You'll recognise Charlotte from just about everything these days, from movies and TV and the stage two, and she's done a great turn in some wonderful costume dramas like Sandition and The Living and the Dead. And The Gold was almost a costume drama because I loved all those fabulous 1980s outfits. And Charlotte was in that lovely film The Duke with Jim Broadbent and Helen Mirren. I could go on and on, but the main point for me is that Charlotte's been in most of my favourite things on TV. I think the first time I saw her was in Line of Duty, but that was ages ago. And I loved her so much as top cop Nikki Jennings in the gold just recently that I had a word without Esme here and said, please, Esme, can we get Charlotte on the podcast? And now, would you believe it? She's here, sitting opposite me, very kindly giving up her valuable time to come into our London Bridge headquarters. We've got Esme on sound. Connie is assisting me. The table's got cups of tea, coffee. We've got our cakes. So I'd like to say a huge, massive thank you and welcome to Charlotte Spencer for being my guest on This Is A Token. <laughs> you thank you so much for coming in yeah i was so excited because i literally was watching the golden and i just thought we've got to have charlotte on and i just said to esme get charlotte get charlotte and then it was like i don't know like a couple of weeks later it was, oh charlotte can come
1: yeah I,
0: now so my theory is if you're lucky enough to get an actor when there's nothing else going on yeah. they have the time but you must have been so busy
1: like, no what?
0: <laughs> i guess because i'm watching you on everything at the moment, means that you were busy before. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. I'm not working, I'm auditioning, and... So is
0: it it, seriously so scary for an actor? Because my friend Lloyd's an actor, and it's like, he does these amazing things with Ian McCallum, and the next minute, he's sat by the phone at home. Faminal
1: feast for the old actors. Mm. I'm not famine, I'm fine. And I'm sure actors don't usually say this stuff. Usually they're like, no, I'm just resting, or I've got some things in the pipeline, and I'm just like, oh, just tell the truth, you haven't got anything there.
0: It's so so funny, like my friend Al, who lives down the road, He's an actor. He's in his overalls, like coming back with his paint pots and everything, and he's going, No, I'm just resting. I'm like, No, you're not. You're doing a bit of painting. <laughs> <Yeah, decorating. yeah, laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Then you just got to juggle your money and make sure that you can pay your tax and hope for the next job, and that's about it.
0: I find it amazing, though, because you your impression is like when I see you, I don't know if you were like the lead star, but you seem to me to be the main character. Yeah, for me, you was, were the main it, character it in, in The Guardian. To
1: me. I had no idea. That but, way it but it's going like, to be as big as It's that. so
0: big. So you imagine, like Esme says, ask the question, like like quite often when we're to interview someone, mm. well, do they still live in the UK? Yeah. So you're almost like thinking... Oh, Charlotte's going to be... Yeah. She's probably out in L.A. looking at her <laughs> next movie, I was like... When we see you doing so brilliantly on the screen...
1: But Maybe I shouldn't burst that illusion. Maybe <laughs> I should have yeah, yeah, I just yeah, find yeah. it
0: so weird how fragile an actor's existence is. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> I don't know it's, how you do it. It's the tough... You have to get the real thick skin for this industry.
0: How does that work for you? Because would someone like you be thinking of, like, U.S.?
1: To be honest, it's all emerging. Once upon a time, you went to pilot season Hmm. uh, in America. So LA, every February, everyone went out and did pilot season. I did it, I think, twice. And now it doesn't really exist because it's all Zoom and all of this stuff. You're getting all sorts of scripts from all over the world now, and they're seeing everyone for everything. So it's like, actually, pilot season, you don't really need to do as much, or you don't need to fly out. Yeah, Um, that's good. So that's definitely... And it's good for the environment, Mm. it's actually better in a way, so you don't have to keep Unless I'm sure some people are like, oh, I need the sun, but as a ginge, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're a kind of redhead family because my wife's got red hair, and so we're sun avoiders, aren't we? We're the ones that they call us in Italy the most. It's embarrassing. A...
2: It's reflective. It's the so sand. reflective. I <laughs> have to wear sunglasses just to get a bikini. On. So the other day I was out in the
1: sun, and my hands got burnt. No. That's how pale I am. No. The tops of my hands. Oh, <laughs> who, that sounds really sore. Who well. gets burnt? Honestly, I
2: yes. always get like perfect. I don't know why, but like red circles where I get bun, and it just looks like I'm really. <laughs> I've put too much blush on. I'm just really embarrassed all
1: the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so and, like, nowhere else.
1: <laughs> Mine's the freckles. It's just. Do you freckle? Oh then, my yeah. god, so much, and like the continuity for anything. So if we're filming over the summer, mm. I like have to warn the makeup artist. Good yeah. luck, because if we've got to go back to a scene. <laughs> yeah. My and it's like, sunny. My freckles are going to go pow. So yeah.
0: It looks so fun. Some of the costume dramas that you've done, they just look really fun to do. Partly because you seem to be with really great people. And I've noticed there's quite a few people seem to be the same sort of people. But also, particularly The Living and the Dead, it just looks so fun. It's probably scary, that one.
1: I loved it so much. Uh, To be honest, I really do feel, and it's a little bit sickening, but pretty much every job I've done, I love. And that's why I do it. I think there's like a famous quote from... I think it's Michael Caine or someone that says, you do the job for free, you get paid for the stuff in between. And it does feel like that. I love it so much, I wouldn't be paid. I would.
0: Just just, just, just
1: (laughs) 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 Please pay me. I need to live. But yeah, Yeah. I just just dress up and play pretend for a living. It's it's amazing.
0: I'm going to keep coming back to the gold because I loved it so much. And it's actually, I'm the kind of right age group to have grown up with it. Yeah. Because when I went to uni... I think I probably went to uni in 1983 or something when it happened. And the reason I loved jewellery was so dodgy. It was like the dodgiest world. And a lot of that stuff that we saw in the gold, I just remembered because it was all, everyone was dodgy. Everyone was like skimming off and there was like loads of forged 20 pound notes and gold was just appearing from everywhere. And, And as the young apprentice, I would always be sent down to sell it. So one of my like lunchtime things where the guys would give me some gold. I'd nip into Hatton Garden, I'd sell it for cash, bring the cash back, and then they'd give me 20 quid off the top. And looking back now, Bricks Map must have been in there somewhere. Yeah,
1: definitely. Because it was everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere.
0: So just for our listener, hopefully you'd know the story about Bricks Map, which was a kind of almost a mistake where these guys went to rob a warehouse out at Heathrow, I think. It wasn't in the vault, it was outside the vault, £27 million worth of gold. So they nicked that. And the legacy of that is actually still going on today. So I'm hoping that you could almost have a sequel to The Gold. Yes, this
1: is what we're be
0: so exciting. waiting to hear. I'm oh, waiting to hear.
1: It's, it's looking good, but yeah.
0: So I think I was like really just addicted. I've always been addicted to the story because it's so fascinating. The thing about the Brink's Matt robbery is that it keeps reverberating through history. There'll be a murder or these guys... It was quite romanticised, I think, to some degree, because you mm-hmm. liked everyone in the film. But actually, these are nasty bastards. Oh, bastard. my God, yeah.
1: I think the the way that Jack played Noi, for example, it was more down the line of, you know how people say, oh, psychopaths were yeah. really like, I, did, I had no yeah. idea. It's that kind of thing of you have to understand yeah. why people trusted this man, or at least he was charming enough to mm-hmm. get all these people to do these things yeah. for him. And yeah. then, obviously, he had a streak. And. Yeah.
0: That was the actor Jack Loudon, just for our listener, who did it really well, because you ended up being quite chilled by him because he was so arrogant in the end, wasn't he?
2: Exactly. He
0: stood out thinking, oh, he's not so bad. Yeah. I forget the other guy, I'm going to have to look. It's Tom Cullen, who played John Palmer. You thought he was quite West Country and quite warm, fun character. But in real life, I think he went on to do lots of bad things mm-hmm. and sell timeshares that didn't exist in, and really rip people off. I think he ended up getting shot himself. Everyone... Yeah. Everyone ends up dead yeah. or in prison. Yeah,
2: Later alert, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, at the <laughs> beginning you should say that we're going to talk about this in case anybody's halfway through and... See, that's why I need to...
1: Yeah, <laughs> <so
0: tell me. laughs> anyway, it's something I've grown up with. It and, so what I loved about your character... I need to put this in the right way. What I love, loved, loved about your character is that she was such a powerful woman, but she wasn't powerful in a way you sometimes see where women, perhaps politicians or business people, have to be men. She was a powerful woman and You
1: totally got her, yeah.
0: I just think you did that so well. Thank like you. tell me about your it thoughts was, there. Well the
1: point to me it was I feel there obviously have been powerful women for for hundreds and hundreds of years, yeah. and we do this thing like women don't have a lot of power. It's no, actually, we do, and we have a lot of power within ourselves, and our femininity is also our power. So, it was very important when we were doing like the costumes and the makeup. I wanted her to have makeup. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be another one of those actresses that's oh, because she's in with a men she doesn't wear anything. It's no, A, it's the 80s, and B, she likes it. Personally, I love my makeup, and yeah. I don't feel any less powerful. In fact, sometimes I feel not as powerful without it. Yeah. So to me, it was important to be a mixture of the two. And and I guess, because it was the 80s, of course there was going to be sexism in the workplace. But it was so commonplace that it just goes over a head. There's a point in the beginning where she picks up the phone and then, oh, can I speak to the boss, please? Or a detective, and she says, yeah. oh, I am one. And he's like, oh, sorry, love. But she doesn't make a thing of it. It's just, yeah, of course you're going to assume that because it's the 80s. Yeah. So it's like showing how far we've come, showing that fundamentally, like, if you personally are offended, fair enough, you can say, but don't be offended for me is how I feel. It's like she's just a woman that gets on with it. And the more she just lets it go, the more powerful she is in a way.
2: She's
0: also quite fearless physically as well because there's a great scene... Where there's some hordes outside her dad's house, so she pulls up in the car, she's really freaking angry, mm. and she's just like really confronts people. It's here I am. There's no swinking away. Anyway, I just love. Yeah. I just love the character. Thank so you. Much. No, Sorry. it's.
1: I also like I said, I I grew up with a very good dad. I grew up with very good men in my life, and the guys on the on the set were so lovely that it was such an easy mm. thing to play. That I've never felt less than a man. I'm obviously aware of the differences and the history and all of that, but. I feel like it's a bit of a mindset as well and trusting your instincts and again that kind of fem- I think that us girls have this amazing instinctual thing that once someone's bad and someone's something starts to click in.
0: So. You, you helped me with my so I'm also designing a new collection which I think the new collection we're designing at the moment is going to be spring summer 2024. Sorry to our listener because you're gonna to have to wait a while before you <laughs> see it but I was doing my research on you and I loved watching the girls so much and I was going to show you the piece actually I was working on a piece and it's based on some Italian iconography and uh, it was a face pair of eyes and then I did your researching there's so much to talk about I thought a lot of your insights were really intelligent and it really set me thinking and I liked your attitude about everything but anyway I was doing this face and then um, then because of you this is just a sketch alright so it's this piece and I was just doing you can see there's like a face on it and then to my listener, what I did was I just raised one of the eyebrows as if to go, <laughs> as if to go, really? You're like, you want to mess yeah, with me? I love I think, it. That's, that piece is called my Charlotte piece. Of art. Oh, um, so but it's, ju- it's just a sketch. Oh. It's very much just a sketch. So I'm going to do more work on it. So listener, you will see this. Um, you the see the,
2: collections the, the pieces cool. it fits
0: amongst. I the, so even seen I'm, I'm just oh, showing. Like just wow. right, listen, I'm showing Charlotte. It's very sketchbooky. So there's some bits on a tray. Of a new collection which are quite figurative and quite based on a lot of Italian iconography. Yes. This is going to have a little pig on it so I don't oh quite know why God. but it just is. <laughs> so it's funny how meeting people or learning about people can often, for me it will feed my practice yeah. and make me think, no I'm not going to have the those eyes looking at you straight. I'm gonna yeah. have, I have one eye up, as it to say. <laughs>
2: exactly. I don't know
0: why I got that from you, but it's, I just want to thank you
2: for
1: no, helping <laughs> my, my, my,
0: my funny little I way that, that my brain works when I'm designing. <laughs> So we're going to look at some jewellery, but I just want to just run through quickly how come you ended up here. Because from what I've found in my research, you're very kind of normal upbringing. And so there was no reason to think that you're going to end up being this great star actor on our screens and stuff like that. So did you know from ever that you just were going to be an actor?
1: Forever like odd, like my mum said that when I was like three I asked to go to ballet and she said I have no idea where you even heard the word ballet from, you knew, you asked me to go so we took you and then you just wanted to go through all the dancing and singing and I went to a a dance school near me, Brenda Taylors and then then someone actually said for senior school why don't you try for theatre school, Sylvia Young and I went, but honestly, and like my parents would say this as well, we genuinely didn't think I had hope in hell. It was just like, oh bless her, just get this out of her system and see.
0: But Sylvia Young, just for our listener, is like, you, if you look up the list, mm. anyone, like everyone, do <laughs> you believe? <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a list of people who went Sylvia Young. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good place to get into yeah. and a pretty good place to to move from.
1: And so it was a bit of a shock. So then I got in, and then it was like, do you want to go for the scholarship and? And we were like, no, because I remember my parents saying, you never, you won't ever get it. It's, and it wasn't out of putting me down. It was just like being realistic. Like yeah. I didn't think I was, I had that enough talent, that kind of thing. And uh, so blessed, like I got in and mum and dad sat down and were like, okay, we're really going to do this. And they remortgaged the house to send me. Wow. Uh, yeah. Like it's, they're still paying it off now. So it's, yeah, it's,
0: they must be so proud when I they see it. I mean I do saying so.
1: is it paying off? But I fundamentally think no one can do it by themselves. Even if you can start off you have to have the things in place but you have to have people there to help mm. you. Whether mm. it's a friend whether it's and I think that's the point is now I go back to and help at the schools where my parents work and I volunteer and stuff and just to help if anyone if there's a kid like me there that whose parents Mm. can't afford that that there would be some way that I can give them a hand up it's Mm. that kind of feeling of if I came from that I'd like to help
0: I think quite often what's really lovely with young people is because probably your parents were thinking that door isn't open to us yeah totally it, it just wasn't on their spectrum at all so I think that's the lovely thing that I can do when I'm teaching mm. jewelry is just to say, the door is open. You show them exactly. where the door is and show them that it's open and show them how to, exactly. if they want to go through it, how to do that. So it's,
1: exactly. it's about
0: making people understand that they can do stuff, isn't it? And that's the beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: I think privilege comes in a lot of different ways. I don't think it's just money. I wasn't poor, but I, we definitely were working class. But my privilege was my family. My privilege was the people I grew up with, the support. That's a privilege in itself. Yeah. If you have that, if you have like, Enough love in your life and enough belief, then you're very privileged in my eyes. Oh, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> I was just
0: thinking because one of the things I really loved in the Gold was, was that you had such a gorgeous accent, and I guess that was it was quite an Essex accent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. really what we might think now as being like London or Estuary, yeah, I would call yeah. it an Essex yeah. accent. And I find that accent so attractive. Because I'm actually originally from the essex suffolk borders. Yes, yes, So it moves through. Yeah, You're a bit exactly. more harlow than Yeah, the sort yeah, of the way, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it was all... Actually, the Essex accent came from London. So it was... They were all moved out. The poor were moved out yeah. after the war because the slums were obliterated. Yeah. And it was this hearing about my grandparents moving to Essex and stuff. They just thought some people were really shocked. They didn't understand. They couldn't figure out, like, the amount of greenery around them. And the towns, it's, you know, Harlow isn't a particularly rich town, but some of the stuff in place, like, is amazing. Yeah.
0: And it's a new town, isn't it? It's so, yeah, sort of so built the after the war
1: we uh, there, and it's almost like we have to like rethink about community again to mm-hmm. get that stuff back up and running. And it is mm-hmm. getting better as I'm getting older, but oh, I forgot my point now. I'm
0: on a well, <laughs> it was. Better. That's what I do, that's my privilege being my age. I can ramble <laughs> on and go, well, What was I on? No, I think that it's really interesting for me because you were talking about your, the privilege of having such a yeah. loving, supportive family, yeah, but not you're not from a posh family, no, where because there was a period that. I, I don't know, have a little bit of a problem with, yeah. where everyone on telly was from Eton yeah. or Oxford. You know, and yeah. oh, I'm a bit fed up with these yeah. people here. Which is a bit of a pity, because I think there was a period back in the sort of 60s when there was this great sort yeah. of working class, yeah. it was opened up to more people. But I, I so loved your accent, and you're kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's like a kind of working class sass yeah. that you've had in the go, <laughs> with that accent, I mean, look, and then what's really interesting, so I was like brought up really posh, so my original accent is like super posh, like the queen. In fact, I think Libby, my other daughter's got a recording. Yeah,
2: we listened to her this week, but this night. No n- one
0: takes piss at of me.
2: It's, really? It's interesting. <laughs>
0: yes, if you actually had a plum in your mouth, that would sound like me.
2: Yeah, it's really hard. Everyone asked to listen to it. I, I was with a few friends and they were like, can we listen to it again? Because we didn't actually understand anything. Wow.
0: What? What, so it was quite bohemian uh-huh. and very posh, but we didn't have any money. And then I always remember my younger brother, Tom, he didn't do his O-level, which is like GCSEs back in those days, because he had a boat mm. on a river and he was living on the boat and the tide was out and said so he couldn't get in because he didn't want to wade through the mud. And so you think, OK, what is a 15-year-old doing living on his own mm. boat? Mm. Why didn't anyone say...
1: Yeah,
2: do you,
0: are you revising? Where's that? So this sort of posh bohemian wasn't well. That's super the thing. Supportive.
1: So I, I get when people say obviously privilege and you have money and things, that comes with its own problems. We even hear about people. You know, and it's every it was your choice where you send your kids, but boarding school doesn't do great for some kids. I went
0: to one, and I'm st- honestly I'm still <laughs> in therapy. Yeah, I go on a Wednesday. <laughs> After my fantastic boarding school experience. So yeah, it's a summer.
1: So, of course, for some things it's great, but I will never experience that feeling of not seeing my parents. And don't get me wrong, some people boarded at Sylvia's as well. There's certain, I don't know, there's certain things that come with different... Or, in my family, we're incredibly emotional, we will show our emotions, that's why it's... If you're angry, you have it out, and then you have a cup of tea, and that's that's what you do. And it's and then it's done. We don't, don't,
0: don't... Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do to Connie just gave me a look then. Because if I'm angry, I'm passive aggressive. We all go, Oh lovely, you can no,
1: no, no, you right I'm in, and you see everyone's face angry. I mean
0: I'm doing my therapy. No, but that's great that's <laughs> yeah. great
1: for business because my problem is that like, like, if I'm aggressive, I'm aggressive, I'm yeah. not passive aggressive, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll have it out with you and that'll
2: be done. So the people that I live with now are much more like that and it's yeah. so refreshing because I've always just sit there on edge mm. that someone's saying something exactly. that isn't What they mean?
1: Yeah, you gotta be honest, and if something's upset, you say it to their face, and don't let it fester, and. I don't know, but I know that's not always what everyone yeah. wants to do, so I don't know if it's something to do with me being a bit of a redhead as well and a bit fiery.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think there's more of a kind of... It's often associated with redhead, it's a slightly more sort of working class. Yeah, isn't? it is. It's just is. honesty, because yeah. yeah. they're, totally. they're all squished together. Don't have
1: time respect. for it, that's yeah. the thing. We Don't have time for passive-aggressiveness, yeah. because it's, you've got to get on with it. Like, <laughs> it takes up yeah. a lot of energy it as well does. Does. to be passive-aggressive. Yeah.
0: I keep finding myself being my mum. went to an Italian restaurant last night, and my friend asked what something was, and the waiter told him, and I was like... Oh, I did, I think, actually. And then I said in Italian what it was. I was just, I was so, like, posh middle class. Like, actually, I know And then I, and I could just hear my own voice coming out going, oh, my God, I've turned into my mother.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. So we were talking, I was actually talking to some friends the other day that, again, they're working-class actors. I did the Baghdad Central with them. Mm. And uh, we were laughing about the whole, it's called something, where your parents do something and then you're privileged, then they, they like... Hand it down, or something, or you get like yeah. a leg up. I yeah. don't know what the word is.
0: Isn't there one is there like, there's like Nepo or something? That's there. it, yeah. oh, yeah. Is yeah. Is it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we started laughing because we were like, we'd oh, all do that. Of course, if my kid wanted to be in the thing, it's taken me long enough to get here, yeah. so of course I would. And my mate was saying exactly the same, and we were all laughing about mm-hmm. it. And to a degree, Of course that's going to happen. I think like we've lost the balance. Of course you shouldn't hand down to this. Yeah, but who knows? That talent might run through the family or that skill might run through. If I decided to be a carpenter, uh, do you know what I mean? Or I was actually quite good at it because my dad's a carpenter, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't my dad teach me that? So Mm. I feel like we're so in, this is the box and this is the thing and this is what you should and shouldn't do. No, fundamentally, like Mm. if you've got the skill and you've got the talent and it might run through your veins, then by all means, like help out just help other people out as well.
0: I think Bruce Springsteen's son is a fireman. Right. And it's like, why do I love Bruce Springsteen? for raising a kid that isn't a spoiled brat. It's so lovely. It just makes me like Bruce <laughs> I just love that story. Oh, you've raised your kids to be able to choose. Yeah. To yeah. Somehow you've blanked exactly. out all yeah. the yeah. fame and money and they've actually chosen yeah. something that's theirs that they want to do. Yeah.
1: I just thought it was really. really I loving. think that's the thing. It's just like, if you, if you can help people out, mm. I think that's it. Mm. That's a fundamental rule of it is if you are in the position to help someone and you think they genuinely have the talent and the skill to do it, Help. Mm. That's, that's it. And it doesn't really, it's like when people say, like we were talking about oh, people f- of a privileged background being actors. It's, yeah, but if they're good at it, mm. I want to see the best actors on the screen. The, they're storytellers. So it's your job to tell the story that in the most realistic way possible is what I think, or in the most entertaining way. And fundamentally, if you're born with that skill, you you know how to do that. doesn't matter where you're from. Make sure you've got the best actors on screen. I think,
0: so what gets me, I come at it like thinking, if you want to get the best, say for example, best jewellers, yeah. for a lot of uh, people who have quite a difficult social background don't have the money, and particularly, it's a particular problem, for example, for black jewellers. Yeah. Because culturally, like going to art school, there's no money in it. And so they don't think that door's open to yes. them. So that's the problem. It's like opening up the doors to everybody. Exactly. Because there are some professions where where there's acting is probably the best one. Where you probably have a one in a thousand chance of actually Yeah making a go of it. So a lot of people from quite difficult backgrounds we go I'm not going to try that I'm going to do an accounting mm-hmm. course because I need to pay mm-hmm. the bills so what I'm keen on is trying to open the door up for
1: totally. a,
2: a wider and that's the thing that's level. what
1: I mean by if you go back and help so when I go yeah. back and I teach some stuff or I'll say my experiences or whatever and I just think it's it then means that at least I'm a, can be some kind of window yeah. or door or whatever for someone if one of these kids decides actually I'd quite like to do that I can give them advice and I can Try and link them up with the people that I know, and that's
0: yeah. I'm gonna just go back because I loved seeing you in these costume dramas, and I loved the living and the dead. Have you seen it?
2: I haven't seen it. It's no. really
0: properly scary. It's great. and Yeah,
2: I'm not too good for it <laughs> It just looks so fun because it's
0: like and the my so <laughs> so
2: oh, Brilliant. This amazing.
0: Would a costume drama be your favourite thing? Because I'm just thinking, oh, what about one of those kind of? What about a western? Uh, I think you'd be West, great in it.
1: So westerns are my. I, that's the one thing I really want to do to the point where I actually I've written one. Are you kicking Whoa. back Because
0: I think you need to kick back
1: I I've written a western about women and, uh, yeah. God, let's do it! Come oh on! But God. no one come on, film seems people. to want to, like... I've sent it to a couple of people and it went quiet. I'm not a writer by any means, I just was out of work. And actually, it was from a song, I listened to a song and I just, this idea started to come up into my head and... I've written the script as with every scene, I already I've already put the song on, so it's like every scene has a song that pretty much goes with it. Or as it's inspired, so by like the score came at the, the same, same time. That's, yeah. so That's great. It's like, but you're yeah. quite
0: big on music. Like I, I think I read somewhere that even like with the Gold, you like would have a, a playlist. Yeah, yeah. that would... A
1: playlist, exactly. Not podcast. Playlist. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's for each so character, good. I have a playlist. So for Jennings,
0: Have you got them on your phone?
1: Yeah. i read them. Jennings, where are we? That's Jennings playlist. All of the 80s stuff. Don't you want That's me? That's all my Have stuff. My heart. Uh-huh. That was film. Girls on a Girls
0: on. of And that man. is my day. That is just like my youth. That yeah. Everything of a little bit of
1: a little bit to a little bit of a little bit of a little bit like a So things of like that. So then there's like a lot of Beatles on there. And then what I do as well, personally, is if I need to cry or get emotional in a scene, mm. and I'm not as good an actor to just cry on cue. So I say to them, can I listen to my music? So there'll be one song that gets to me. Mm. And for whatever I'm doing at that time, I'll listen to the song. They'll tell me they're rolling quietly. And they're like, whenever you're ready. And then I'll listen to it for as long as I get to the point. I take my headphones out, someone takes them away. And then I do the scene and then I end up crying. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, so to me, music is... I know for different people it's different things. But for me, music is the most... Emotive, and so when I was doing the scene with my dad in the gold, it makes me choked up because I'm like such a daddy's girl. I love my dad so much. He loves Elvis. Oh. Um, And God. (laughs) 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 And it was Elvis's "If I Can Dream," Mm. and so I was playing that before. And when I say goodbye to my dad in it, or he's, I'm proud of you, girl. It was like that moment, and then I get in the car and yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> that was
0: a beautiful scene. If you haven't watched The Gold, then you're in trouble. Watch it. <laughs> great. Actually, quite interesting. Then I started watching, we shouldn't talk about rival things, but I started watching one called The Curse, which is a bit more slapstick comedy. Yes. There were obviously very strong women yes. in the CID yeah. <clears throat> at the time because they could get into yeah. places and do stuff. But was your character actually a real person? or
1: No. Yeah. She was a compilation of, I believe, three women Um, but because there are so many characters and because it spanned such a long time Mm. and people I think forget this even in watching the gold that first series spanned five years or something like that and I think people forget that so it's like different people took over at different points and it was was trying to just for entertainment purposes of just compile them all together and Keep it that you're following these people. And also you invest in a character. But, yeah, she was based on real people.
0: I think it's so interesting. Anyway, go, watch the gold. You've got to watch it. <laughs> and also watch everything else because there's so many good things. And um, look, I've done it again. Classic me. We're supposed to talk about jewellery. And we've been chatting <laughs> about everything. Have you got any bits of jewellery that we can look at?
1: Yes. Lovely. I have.
0: I love, I'm just going to tell our listener, is that the reason we love Charlotte is that she came in wearing one of my necklaces so yeah. like she gets top points because yeah. she's even through the door. Yeah, genuinely.
1: I don't know what you want to start with, So Yeah, the ring. That ring looks I, great. My friend bought me this for my 30th, oh god, how old am I now? I'm 31, so a couple of years ago. So basically I love everything old, anything that's that's vintage is, I'm obsessed with it. I don't know, I think it's from the 20s because a I'm look? a bit obsessed with the 20s but I don't know. But yeah, my friend Holly bought me that.
0: Firstly, what kind of a gorgeous friend buys you a ring, an amazing ring like this for your know. That is
1: beautiful So, I know. so
0: it's sweet. a really sweet ring and it actually, you know, it looks like my kind of thing because it's got it's a kind of quite a classic diamond kind of solitaire in in yellow and white gold. But then coming up, the kind of arms that come up to the crown claw setting uh, are very organic. So they're like grass or sheaves of wheat or something that come up either side and then go out. And it's really pretty, very natural. Mm. You could do with the clean.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which reminds mind, should we clean it? Oh my God, I'd love that, thank you. We've got
0: like special gizmos that do it all.
1: That would be amazing. Super, super sonic. Super, super sonic. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I was saying how annoying Amy, our apprentice, is because she's so Sickish. skilled and she's supposed to be the flipping apprentice and she's better than me at everything. <laughs> She can give it a just check it over for you as well, um, because she's really good at that sort of thing. So we'll do that. (laughs) It's a really pretty ring. How come? Is this like a friend from ever? Because how come you've got such a nice friend who buys uh, something like this for you?
1: My friend Holly Taylor is amazing. We actually met when I was seventeen, and we did the show Oliver together. Oh
0: yes, yeah. that was the stage yes, show, yeah. musical.
1: And uh, in fact, a lot of my amazing friends are from Oliver, and it was like my first job as an adult, and. It was just amazing. Going out and I turned 18 and I was going to clubs or I'd go to the pubs and they'd buy me drinks when I was 17 I probably shouldn't have had. I was the youngest and they were like my big brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and they just looked after me. And every time like I had a drink put in front of me, there'd be like five glasses of water put in front of me after. It was like, (laughs) yeah, I just, yeah. So I made some amazing friends from that show.
0: You've been in some of my favourite scandals. Another of my favourite scandals was the Profumo mm. affair. And you were Christine Keeler on the stage show version. And I loved that affair. So, the Profumo, it was yeah. 19, late 60s, early 70s, something. And the government minister was like having an affair with someone who was, I think it's unfair. She was just making her way in the yeah. world. But she was also having an affair with a Russian diplomat. And so there was lots of compromising things. And the classic thing did you do the chair? Thing. Yes, I did. Because there's yeah. like this brilliant photo that you have to look up of Christine Keeler sitting on a chair. The chair's reversed, so yeah. you can't see anything, but it's quite a sexy pose. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
1: Christine, I think, made that chair quite famous. That style of chair suddenly became like yeah. the chair of the 60s.
0: Because she's a very yeah. powerful character yeah. and was treated as usual, yeah. treated very badly, yeah. and thought of very badly. Yeah,
1: this is how far we've come. When they were doing the trial, so this is just a young woman that had an affair. It's his fault, she's not married. <laughs> yeah. A
0: young woman with a, with an elder, powerful man. Yeah.
1: And yep, she's trying to make her way in the world and everything. And when it came to trial, they were on the street with the picket things saying, Hang them. Like they wanted to hang these women for having an affair. And that's the ridiculousness.
0: It's almost hard to believe, mm-hmm. isn't it? But so you were Chris Nguyen, who I think yeah. has been a brilliant character in history, mm-hmm. brilliant kind of scandal and another thing that sort of happens, yeah no my three favourite there's also Jeremy Thorpe which was lovely Which there was a TV programme about that with uh, Hugh Grant that yes was lovely. it was so amazing and then Brinks Matt has been another one that's <laughs> so you've kind of covered most of my favourite things but Oliver was, what was your role in Oliver? I was and...
1: bet. I was Nancy's little oh, psychic so you weren't
0: just like in the background somewhere no. so
1: it was a fairly small part but like first one out of drama school I did Mary Poppins when I was a kid yeah. so I'd done musicals But yeah, first one out. So oddly enough, when I did Mary Poppins when I was twelve, it was with the director Richard Eyre, Mm. and I worked with Carrie Fletcher.
0: Carrie Fletcher, who we had on before. Yeah,
1: the kids were so lovely on that show. Just, it was the most magical show, and every time I like. Hear Mary Poppins or see it makes me cry, but mm. I'm quite an emotional person. <laughs>
0: yeah, you've already you? I've already mentioned <laughs> <Really, I laughs> <am. laughs> Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs>
0: Dad's and Mary Poppins. Exactly. <laughs>
1: and so that was with the director Richard Eyre, and then 10 years later, when I was 22, he cast me as Christine Keeler in the really? Preview Affair. So yeah.
0: That's quite something. Yeah. But obviously, what I love is these shows they're quite intense and you obviously make these relationships with mm. other people that are really enduring and that's quite special to people something like that isn't yeah. it? it's such
2: a lovely ring it's really
0: nice little diamond nice friends <laughs> I think the best way to find out whether someone whether you're going to get on with someone is see if they've got great long-term friends because that's kind of a good thing yeah
1: exactly exactly
0: that's the way to check someone out that's lovely thank you
1: and then this watch to be honest so basically i bought this watch from a vintage i love it because it's so tiny again it's like filthy so please excuse me but it doesn't work but i love it and actually the reason why i got it was because working class don't hand down a lot of stuff. Like the upper classes have like paintings and things and like these old antiques. Don't, we don't really have anything. And my mum handed down this watch to me, which was given to her on her 18th, a little Gucci, again, really thin, beautiful watch. And it was stolen. So yeah, which really upset me off my wrist in (gasps) a bar. So it was really sad. And uh, if I think about it too much, I'll cry. <laughs> <One again. laughs> Not the one. But I found this little watch and it looked at me in this vintage shop. And I was like, I think it cost me like 15 quid. Oh, but, but it's I your just, kind of, your replacement yeah, for your exactly. mum's wife. To people,
0: like when I was younger, up in Hatton Garden there was watch repair everywhere yeah but it's hard to find a nice little person well
1: I did try and get the thing the battery fixed but it just kept stopping but I don't care because I think it's
0: really sweet it's half past nine it's, <laughs> gonna, it's gonna be right twice a day
1: what's funny is as well I get a lot of comments on it because it means a lot to a lot of people so a lot of people stop me and say my grandma had a watch like mm. that a lot of people so it's
0: a really nice Citizen Watch, what I love is the, I don't know how they do it, the, the strap is metal, and it almost looks like solid metal, but it's like slinky, mm-hmm. so you can move it, so you can't help, I just can't help playing with the, it's like slinky yeah. strap. But it's really small, and it's not solid gold, and it's got a tiny little, it's not really white, the face, it's slightly yellowed, with beautiful old italic numbers on it. It's a really sweet, and do you know what, it does remind me of, in my case, of mum's, but in your yeah. case, it's of grand, grandmothers. It it's reminds very,
2: me of mum that... That watch, I think, looks like something something that she had. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, isn't it? It's really nostalgic. I think, even if...
0: maybe take a photo and maybe just say, "It's just such a bastard thing to do to steal someone's jewelry because, Mm -hmm. like, they would have got I don't know four, five quid for it or something." And and the meaning jewelry is just anyway, it drives me mad. Because that's the
1: thing. It's not. I don't care if you. Well, don't steal. But I just think like you don't know what it means. I you don't absolutely. know the effect it's yeah, going to have on
0: someone exactly. else. And it is majorly upsetting. And it just, it's just really shitty. Yeah. We've had some nice stories. You know the actor Olivia Williams?
1: Yes. She did Wild Bill. Yeah. She was in Wild Bill. I don't think I was on the days that she was in. Yeah, so yeah. I think I've met. Like, very briefly, yes. Well,
0: she she explained that they were very poor and they lived in very unsafe housing where you'd cram a lot of people in, Mm -hmm. there was no fire protection. Mm -hmm. So she explained that she had a piece of jewellery that was inherited, that those relations on that side would wear, like, gold sovereign rings, gold chains, because... In the middle of the night, and it happened to them several times. It would be like the building would go on fire because of the dodgy electrics, and you'd have to jump out of the window. Right. And if you got away with your life, that was great. Yeah. It's a bit more associated with a slightly more working-class thing to have a sort of All lots of sovereign on. rings. Yeah, yeah. Partly, so actually, I have got a few quid, But and secondly, it, everything, your life is so vulnerable when you're on such thin ice yeah. that when the disaster happens, which they do, it's on you. It's on yeah. you, you know. Yeah. If you're for a woman, perhaps if you're, you lose your home, yeah. whatever. I don't yeah. know. You've got so a bit yeah. of money. So it's really interesting the way that jewellery was used then in that sort of family, which is slightly different to, I think, your posher people would have some amazing pieces that would be inherited, Mm -hmm. but they'd be in a vault or in a safe somewhere. It's not like I need to escape with it if if things go wrong. So Mm -hmm. that's mum.
1: And then finally... And
0: then the necklace, the little... This
1: one. This is my chip necklace because you came up with a Beauty and the Beast collection and my favourite ever film is Beauty and the Beast.
0: Oh, which one the, the, uh, the
1: anime, kind of animated the animation one. yeah is that why your dog's called Chip, yeah. oh, they, oh, we,
2: said, I some
0: chip we said to Charlotte because I thought Connie might be being blue we said do bring Chip but both Charlotte and Connie threw rush out so they thought yeah. that we wouldn't have dogs so we nearly had lots of because we like dogs on this podcast mm-hmm. I would never bring my dogs to the podcast because no, oh, they are such
2: a <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but we love it so Chip the Cup we had a yeah. really fun working on this project tell me did you buy it for yourself
1: no it was actually an
0: ex-boyfriend that bought that for me ah um, nice But nice memories Lovely And
1: we were friends Like he's a really nice guy It just didn't work out Yeah But like So thoughtful And With my dog Called Chip And just Beauty and the Beast Being just like I think the best Story ever I loved it And People always say to me about it as well. They're like, "Oh my god, I love your necklace." And when oh, so they and nice. they notice the chip, yeah.
2: they
1: know what it is. Then
0: that's really fun because we've done lots of cups and saucers. We had it was so lucky to work on that project with Beauty and the Beast. I've grown up with Beauty and the Beast because you guys watched it. How many yeah. times have you seen it? A million.
1: A lot. I do like that. That's there is a classic. <laughs> you can't go wrong. That's my favorite. Yeah. Everyone has. I think they're like. Every girl has a Disney princess, and mine was Belle. Like, my sister loves, even though she's a bit older, she's probably too old for it, but my sister loves Tangled.
0: Oh, so I like love that time. one, yeah.
1: And then together, yeah. we are Frozen because I'm the red headed Anna and she's the blonde Elsa. So, yeah. I don't know, like, Disney.
0: I love those.
1: Yeah, films. I'm such a. I have three <laughs> daughters,
0: so I'm like, totally. Firstly, they were my number one babysitting technique and secondly i I really enjoy watching telly with the girls so anything they like i like so Mm -hmm. i'm like an expert on a lot of guys my age don't know about h2o or if i do a joke i go there's a shark in the water (laughs) they they say what are you talking about i've got three daughters Uh, this is my (laughs) yeah so yeah we've had quite quite a kind of daughter orientated tv watching in our house
2: haven't we yeah because there are three of us And when we band together, we watch what... They win. Unless the Tour de
0: France is on when I win. Yeah. Nobody beats me when the
2: on. <laughs> no one joins you as
0: well. <laughs> that's so sweet, lovely. What a nice boyfriend to buy a nice present like oh that. No, and also very sweet. I'm so glad that you've got it and you you wore it. Thanks for bringing them in. As they get worn, they get nicer because they've got a bit of the person.
2: Yeah. The patina and that sort of yeah. thing. Um,
0: thank you. That's that's really nice. And then we're gonna we're gonna clean this
1: thank you. ring up.
0: Have you got lots of Are you going on to more like castings and things? Mm, yes,
1: yeah, so I've got auditions coming up. Thank God. And then. There's not anything in the pipeline at the minute, but hopefully I'm being positive and then we we'll be. It's going to be,
0: we're going to be, we've got Charlotte, like when you're <laughs> like unattainable. Some of the people what? we work with, you can't reach them once I they get Hollywood. I remember
1: some, Olivia Colman, yeah. I'm sure it was her that said she was nominated, for, won the BAFTA and then the phone never rang for about a year. Yeah. Won it. Like, yeah. it's just the way it goes. I don't know whether yeah. sometimes people think you might be busy. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what it is. But, but I don't know. I just think about you might as well be honest about it. And if anyone wants to get into this industry, you should know that you have to have something else. So I recently also did a floristry course. Because, did you? Yeah, because I'm quite interested in that kind of...
2: How lovely. And it was
1: just amazing. And, like, working with the flowers, and amazing course in called the Bath Flower School. If okay. You it. It was we'll just,
0: find that and put a link on yeah. that. Because I would... I'm so bad at being, like, tough guy. I would love to do floristry, because I just grew up it's pressing amazing. flowers. And I quite fancy the Japanese Ikabana yes. style one.
1: Yeah, and it was just... There was just something about it. This industry does slightly control your life yeah. a little bit. and But to do something that I was, like, in control of and yeah. using my hands and getting back with nature, it was just, like... I mean, I'm such an airy-fairy girl anyway, so I love <laughs> that, like, flowery stuff.
0: I always find it hard, like, because like, my... my busy mates are like actors and it's quite hard planning stuff because if a good thing comes up they're going to drop you like a stone yeah. they have to oh, it's a good to. thing you, know?
1: you literally have to book stuff out my sister's getting married yet next year and i'm yeah. like no i'm the maid of honor no i have to it's my sister yeah, yeah but
0: what if for example if there's an amazing disney i'm going to say hbo western yeah, that would like... be
1: great, but my sister trumps every. You can guys. get
0: it. Tell me about. Is, it, oh, is yeah. it? Is it two
1: girls or? Oh. No, I'm the eldest, and then I've yeah. got my sister and my brother. Okay, three. Yeah, yeah. So there's the three, and we're like a right little team. Yeah.
0: But are you all still back on Harlow Way?
1: So they're all term? moving. My sister's now at Rickmansworth Way with her soon-to-be husband who's an actor yeah. and my brother is going to be in Hertfordshire i've just bought a little place in Hertfordshire myself oh, very nice. nice teeny tiny little cottage and my dad is helping me fix it and build it you've and got
0: the right dad for it Exactly,
1: Great. exactly. i bet he exactly. loves it because yeah.
0: one of the difficult things if you're the type of dad who really has this close relationship with your mm-hmm. kids who wants to be really involved when they all leave home, it's like heart for yeah. me. I'm still suffering from heartbreaking, Aww. heartbroken. Because what do you do with yourself? you yeah. Come home <laughs> back to the house. No, but there's they're always not one dogs, of us. But they're not
2: the same. Oh, we all do creative stuff. So when one person moves out, there's always like very my older sister's there now. Yeah.
1: When she moves out, I'll probably be back because yeah. I can't make rent. Yeah, that's exactly. Like that. Don't and worry. that's the thing. It's we're backwards and forwards. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not far from them in Hartford, So I'm sure yeah. my, my mum's desperate for a key. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm. <laughs> 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 mm. I like
0: that. Give us a space, mum. OK, good. Brilliant. So I'm going to say thank you. Thank you so much for your thank time. You. I feel like we're just hit gold oh there's a bit of a pun <laughs> when you are able to come in and chat so thanks thank you so thank much you. yeah thanks. Um, we're so going nice. to go down to the workshop now <laughs> thank you for listening to my podcast If you'd like to see some of the pieces we've been talking about or for more information about any of the issues we've discussed, please check out our website and follow the links to the podcast page. You'll also find information on how to share your own stories, give a bit of feedback or have a look at all the jewellery related things I've been up to recently. We've also got some great jewellery making tutorials on our YouTube channel. There's lots to see. Just go to www.alexmonroe.com